Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, guys, we are back. This is Believe in Rams. I'm Jake Ellenberg, and he is Cam Lynch coming straight to you from his honeymoon. And we are going to be reading some ads here, and then we're going to send you right over to our interview with big game Tory Holt. We're very happy to have him. So uh, this 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 was a fun one, guys. This was a fun one. Excited. Absolutely, Cam. So uh, we'll get right into it. Uh, just letting you guys know that Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs this season. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts yeah and i have another ad read here for us underdog fantasy you can start playing fantasy football on underdog fantasy today users will receive a hundred percent deposit match up to a hundred dollars they use our promo code ote at sign up you can click the link in the description to get started today all right guys welcome back believe in rams i'm jake ellenbogen he is cameron lynch and we have a very special guest from the gray show on turf himself rams legend tory holt how you doing tory welcome to the show yeah man thanks for having me man i'm i'm, I'm cool man I'm, I'm hanging in there football season is here once again yeah. right? uh a heck of a college weekend for sure uh Good for some, bad for some others. Um, but uh, a really good start to the football season. And then we got a big game coming up. Obviously, as we all know, you all know, Thursday night, uh, Patrick Mahomes and the up-and-coming Detroit Lions, who has a lot of folks' attention. So, no, I'm just happy to be here, man. It's happy to be on be on with you all, um, you know, chopping it up, talking all things football, and, you know, more importantly, talking Rams. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, before we get into all that, what are you up to nowadays? I think oh. that's what we all want to know. <laughs> oh, man, you know what? I'm, I'm thankful, man. I got a full life, bro. I do. I got a full active life. Uh, my brother and I are business partners here at Hope Brothers uh, Inc., um, where I am right now in my, in my office. Uh, now, um, I am actively involved with our foundation, Hope Brothers Foundation, that supports young kids with a parent or guardian that's battling cancer. We have been serving the community for 23 years now. We're celebrating our 23rd year this year. So really excited to be able, thank you, really excited to be able to continue that work, uh, continue that mission, continue to serve others, continue to serve our community. So really uh, excited to be, again, to be able to continue doing that. Um, I am I am a co-host on Sirius XM NFL Radio every Tuesday morning, myself and Solomon Wilcox from 7 to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you want to hear some good radio, hear a good voice, obviously you won't be able to see a yeah. good-looking face. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, still have an opportunity to be around the game, talk the game, uh, share my experiences uh, with our audience about the National Football League. I also work with the NFL Legends community, uh, serving our uh, former players, um, just trying to keep them, continue to keep them involved with their uh, former teams, um, and keep them engaged with their peers uh, as they're making their transition into the other side of life. Uh, the NFL Legends community is a vehicle to help uh, make sure we educate and provide the skills that our players need to make their transition. Uh, so that's been 
I've been doing that now. I'm going on my fifth, sixth year now serving with the NFL Legends community. And um, yeah, oh, and then I'm a, <laughs> I am a, I am a, 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 I have kids. So my, my oldest son is off in university at NC State. So following nice. his journey as he's, that's awesome, working to get his civil engineering degree from NC State University. Uh, my two daughters, uh, Tori, Brianna, my son, Braden. My two daughters, oldest, Tori Brianna, is a junior. Uh, she's in sports management and communications. He's on the soccer team at NC State. And my youngest daughter, Brooklyn, is a sophomore. And she's on the soccer team at NC State. And she's, she's studying poly political science. So we all go to NC State. So that's my life right now in a nutshell. Again, very active uh, life, but all things that I enjoy doing. Yeah, that's that's, a- that's awesome. Amazing. Um, yeah, you talked about the Legends community. You talked about NC State, the Wolfpack. I went to Syracuse. So that ACC, you know, uh, battle there, it's it's good. Um, and you talked about your brother, you know, exactly. You talked about your brother, Terrence. Um, I talked to you before, but we went on some type of USO tour while, after we played, while we were playing to serve the community. Um, and I want to ask you about him and just that experience, right? NC State. Playing in the NFL with your brother, what was that experience like? Like your kids are there now. Like how was that? No, that that was you know that was one of the highlights of my life, man. Really, it was. You know, I was a, I was a senior. Terrence was a freshman. We were we were roommates. Uh, it took us right back to our childhood when we used to you know when we used to be roommates uh, when we were growing up, and we shared a lot. We pushed and challenged each other on and off the football field. We still continue to do that. Uh, Terrence plays a Terrence is a big part of my life. Uh, we actually live like ten minutes from me, ten fifteen minutes from each other here in Raleigh, North Carolina. So, uh, and then I see him often here at the office with business partners. Um, so, no, I, I have a lot of love and appreciation and respect for my brother. A lot of admiration for my brother. He's a he's a total class act, man. Um, when he was playing, now being off the field and now into business, seeing how seeing him transition and be the leader for our company here at Hope Brothers Inc. It's really uh, it's really a treat to watch because I remember him when he was a young boy and he wanted to be a doctor. At one point he wanted to be a lawyer. He wanted to be everything but a football player. He wanted, he, he, he wanted to play basketball and he was really good at basketball, but he was a stellar football player as well. So no, it's really good to be able to share our childhood years together share our college experience together and then also share an experience of both playing in the national football league at the same time i had a chance to compete against him against him when he was with detroit and when he was with the Cardinals. so um and now that we've transitioned into our next lives he is still a big part of what i do a big part of uh of our family and our friendship Uh, i get a chance now to watch him and his wife raise their kids my niece and nephews and uh fatherhood looks good on him man um, business CEO looks good on him, and I'm just happy to be uh, uh, be able to see and watch his journey again from when he was young, now as in a full adult man. And and I want to jump in really quick. How can people support people that are listening? How can they support the Hope Brothers Foundation? I think that's really important, right? We talk you didn't talk about your accolades yet, the championships. What's important is now what you're doing to support the community. So we're curious. How can we support you? How can we get that done? No, I appreciate that, Cam, giving me the opportunity to to, uh, to to talk about Hope Brothers Foundation, again, supporting young kids with a parent and guardian that's battling cancer. And you can find more, find out more about what we're doing 
in the community and surrounding communities at hopebrothersfoundation.org. Hope, hopebrothersfoundation.org. And we're also on Instagram at Hope Brothers Inc. We're on Twitter. We're on LinkedIn. Uh, we're also on TikTok. So we're on all social platforms where people can, if they want to reach us and they want to support us and they feel compelled to support us after hearing me talk a little bit about what we do, you can find more again as you go to hopebrothersfoundation.org. But if you feel compelled to support us, we welcome that. Uh, again, we're just trying to service young kids with a parent or guardian that's battling cancer. And the, and the programs that we support, the main program that we support at Hope Brothers Foundation, kids can. Kids can still achieve and accomplish whatever they want, though their parents or guardian is battling cancer. No, that's awesome. And we'll post those links in, you know, wherever this goes. Like this will be on, you know, the airwaves. This will be on YouTube and whatnot. So we'll post those links, um, you know, as well for the foundation because awesome. that's just awesome stuff. Thank Corey. you. That's just, Appreciate that. Absolutely. Uh, now pivoting over to your your football expertise here because you played at the highest level in the NFL. What I mean by the highest level is you were one of the best at your position. When watching guys like you know Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, etc., do you see any differences with this wide receiver? You know, kind of the the ascension of these wide receiver groups um, as opposed to maybe you guys like you, Isaac Bruce, Randy Moss, Terrell Owens, like, or is there really not any, you know, differences whatsoever? Well, being a wide out, I love them all. All those guys, I love them all. The, the, the former guys, um, as well as the current guys, and the position is still being played at a very, very high level. Uh, that's what I most love about being a wide receiver. I was raised and taught um, and, so, and saw the example of Jerry Rice, Isaac Bruce, Marvin Harrison, Rail Lawrence, James Lofton, and Andre Reed. The list goes on and on. So guys that I had the opportunity to watch pull something from their game and apply it to mine. Now watching these young group of receivers with Jefferson, March Davis, T. Higgins, and Cooper Cup, and uh, B. Hop. Mike Evans, this goes on and on. These guys are playing the position coach at a very, very high level. Yes, the game is different from when it, from when I was playing. These guys got a little bit more leeway. They got a little bit more freedom to penetrate, which makes it really, 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 really tough to stop them. They're already talented. They're all they're big. They're fast. I got to mention Tyreek Hill. They're big. They're fast. And now you're giving them a little more free access to penetrate defenses. It is tougher to stop those guys and you're going to continue to see the receiver numbers continue to climb because if the quarterbacks get more time receivers get more time get more freedom to penetrate defenses and run routes you're going to see more balls caught you're going to see more yards after the catch etc and uh and guys like jamar chase and justin jefferson as the they are doing it man doing it at a very high level um i i look at these receivers that are now coming into the national football league too opposed to when we were coming in these guys are more ready. I would say more ready than we were. And the reason why I say that is no knock on our group that came in. We had to learn. We were ready, but we certainly had more to learn. These guys are, are further along ahead because of all of the things that's available to them. I mentioned, and, 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 and I want to mention social media being a huge part of that. They got more tape, more film, and more access to watch their favorite receiver more so than we had when we were coming through. I remember having a BPH. Uh, Jerry Rice, Art Monk, uh, and Mike Quick, and, and, and John Taylor, and uh, 
And it was tough to see that thing at times because I wore yeah, it out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> but yeah. now you know these German receivers again. They have a lot more at their disposal, at their at their their fingertips to help them really get uh, game ready, really get collegiate ready, really get prolific ready. Um, and it's a good thing. It really is. And you're going to continue to see, as I said, you're going to continue to see our position continue to evolve, continue to put up even more bigger numbers uh, because of their ability to be smarter, uh, the expectations at the position, the anticipation for the position. Uh, these kids have the access to be better at those. Yeah, and I like how you said that. You mentioned just prolific ready. I, I love that word, getting prolific ready. And I think about ready show on turf. Another thing that comes to mind is the all-hands team. And then third is that Bob and Weave celebration, you know, but, you know, getting that in and what that looks like. And I wanted to ask you, you probably Bob and Weave with a lot of people, but I've been watching this podcast. It's called Knuckleheads, the basketball podcast. And they always ask somebody on their guest, who's the first person to bust your ass? And I don't want to say it just like that, but you you pour some people up on a football field. But when you first step onto the field, who's that person to say, hey, welcome to the NFL, Tory Holt? Wow, that's a good one. I, you know, I room pool, man. Indianapolis Colts. And we were in Champaign, Illinois, I think it was. That's, we were, we were, uh, it was dual practice with the Colts. And that was the Rams thing at the time. And they, they, they scrimmage the Colts every year. I get up to the line of scrimmage on one-on-one, you know, and I see Tyrone Poole, who, who's, who was, you know, was a smaller guy, but he was stout, he was quick, he was fast. And I let my guard down. And I, I think the reason why I did it because I was, I wasn't um, really giving him the respect because of his size. I'm thinking, okay, you know, I could probably muscle. Even if he does jam me, I probably can just muscle off of him, you know, get off of him and get into my route. Down said Hut, and he was just all up in here, man. <laughs> I couldn't get off. And yeah, yeah. I just remember Isaac and Oz Akeem and Rick and him saying, damn. Oh damn! Oh damn! <laughs> and I was I was so embarrassed, but it brought me down a level. And I said, you know what? This is the pro game. Like you can't take anybody for granted, regardless of their size, regardless of what school they went to, regardless of their draft status. You got to bring it. And Tyrone, who he he introduced me to the National Football League in a good way that got my attention. And from that point on, I don't think I, I was ever jammed like that ever again in my life. So kudos, shouts out to Top Pool uh, for getting me ready. And then also Charlie Clemens. We were out in practice one day scrimmaging, um, and I run a drag route underneath the linebackers. And if it's zone, you sit. If it's man, you keep going. It happened to be zone. I sat where I was supposed to, right outside the tight end, tackle box five to six yards from the quarterback. I square up, boom, put my hands up. Hey, here I, here I am. I'm ready. And he put it on me. And Charlie Clemens, bam, <laughs> and put all of his body weight on me. And he said, welcome to the National Football League. Oh, no. <laughs> so those were my two welcome to football moments. One from an opponent in, in Tide Pool with the, with the with the Colts 
and one for my teammate in Charlie Clemens, who welcomed after the football league. But uh, yeah, those were my two moments, man. And I still remember them. But again, it shaped me pretty quickly to help me become the player that I became. And we know how that story ended. So it, it's a happy ending here. <laughs> it's not like any, <laughs> for anyone that doesn't know who Tori Holt is and you've been living under a rock, it ended pretty well, I would say. Um, Tori, I want to ask you kind of a fun question here. Okay. Sean McVay's Rams teams, they've had a lot of talent. And I mean, you know, um, if you could pick one of those players that you got a chance to play with throughout your career with the Rams and like instantly, you just take one of them off one of those McVay teams, they're on your team however long you played uh, with the St. Louis Rams, who are you picking? Aaron Donald. Okay, good. <laughs> no question. He's arguably, he's arguably the best defensive player uh, our game has. He's been that way for a long time. Um, and the thing that I love about AD, regardless of the stats and the accolades that he puts up, he comes to work every single day, every single year, as, as if he hasn't accomplished anything. And those are the kind of guys, Cam, you know, we want to play with. We want to be associated with because he's also going to drive everybody else because you're saying, okay, he's the best player in, on our team. He's the best player, one of the best players in the National Football League, arguably the best player in the National Football League, and he works like that. How can I, as a first-rounder, second-rounder, whatever-rounder, college-free agent, feel that I have, feel that I can go to practice and not work and not put out? And Aaron Donald was showing me how to do it. Also, again, he is that dude, and he's showing me how to do it every single day. It's a mentality. It's a want to. It's a love for the game. It's a love for his how he wants to be perceived, how he wants people to. It's all of that. He embodies that. Aaron Donald can play in any era, in my opinion, because of his dominance, but more importantly, because of his work ethic and his leadership. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we. it's funny you say that. We told the story about Aaron Donald and walkthrough. You know, when I was rookie in 2015, um, Aaron Donald, he was like second or third year, you know, and still crushing it. But even in walkthrough, Tori, his hands are full speed. His feet might be, you know, not full speed, but his feet are in the right place. His hands are shocking, shedding, and coming through just full speed. And, yeah, like I would play center, Bryce Hager, who was a rookie with me, who right. played guard. <laughs> And we would get we would get tore up in there, but we just knew that hey, make sure you eat extra wheaties, you, you do some bench press, you do some squats because Aaron's gonna be tearing us up in that walkthrough, and it's gonna be tough. So um, I feel you on that, and I want to ask you. You know, I know the Rams are playing the Seahawks um, coming up this week, and to be honest, you know, whenever when I was I was playing, we would circle the Seahawks. My first game at the Rams, you know, Marshawn Lynch. I think it was the Super Bowl. I'm like, I'm circling that name there, that team. When you were playing, you know, what did that look like? What are the teams that you were just licking your chops? Like, I can't wait to get on their head this week because we run the NFC West. Well, it was, it was, it was always like you said. It was always division games because it was personal. You know, it was <laughs> legitimate beef. Uh, it was who was going to take control and win the division. And you always got within the division. Always got everybody's best. And what I also love was you knew what I could do well, and I knew what you could do well. So it was going to come down to me dominating you one-on-one or vice versa. So I love the division play. And the team that I enjoyed the most playing within the division was the San Francisco 49ers because for the longest time, they whooped the Rams' butts. For the longest of time, they they had our number. They beat us down really good. 
but in that greatest show on turf era we kind of switched it, it kind of it, it changed it came the momentum switched over to the Rams side so I really enjoyed playing the 49ers and beating the 49ers uh secondly I would say uh the Seattle Seahawks and 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 and, and Seattle was it was they were competitive they were well coached coach Holmgren was the coach they were well coached good talented group of guys and it was loud in Seattle to play it was a loud place to play fans were very knowledgeable very loud um, but it was always good to be able to shut them up. It was always good to beat and to shut up those Seattle Seahawks fans. But some great competition, great teams out there. Matt Hasselback was, was quarterback at the time, some really outstanding teams, and then obviously the Arizona Cardinals. So I would say, again, the 49ers and the Seahawks were my favorite two playing within the division. I would say that would be my favorite two, like watching those, I would say. Arizona, I don't know. Arizona wasn't great when I was a kid. And I mean, now I, I don't think they're going to be very great this year either. Um, when Kurt Warner got there, of course, that changed everything for them. But yeah, no, I, I definitely hear you there. Um, looking at the, the Rams-Seahawks game, I think the everyone wants to know what's up with Cooper Cup, right? I mean, that's the number one thing. Um now, from your perspective, I know, you know, Isaac dealt with hamstring issues. Um, you've been around that. I don't know if, if you yourself did. I, I don't believe so. Um, my question for you is how concerned should Rams fans be about Cooper Cup's hamstring? Because I feel like this is an injury where it's not an ACL tear, right? So it doesn't get you the, the immediate, oh, no, this is, this is over. Right. This could linger throughout the year. So you got to be very careful with it. You, you really do. Um... I'm just going to be 100 and honest with you all. I'm concerned. Yeah. And our Rams fans should be concerned. Um, it's it's a it's it's something as you just mentioned can linger if it's not handled properly. Now I think um, the Rams and their uh, uh, training staff will 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 do a good job of trying to monitor and make sure that they bring him along properly. Um, but I'm concerned because wide receivers do so much running. We run down at the 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 down. We practice. We run. We down at the down at the down, and it requires strong hamstrings. It requires strong calves and quads and glutes and all of that. And for his hamstring, for him to have now missed practice since August first, I think it's been. Yeah, he's, he's been out a long time, guys. He's now going to see specialists. It really makes me concerned. Now, I know Cooper Cup, and I know what type of competitor he is. I know the type of worker he is. I know how smart he is, and he will listen to instructions and listen and get the proper guidance. So I think he'll bounce back at some point. But it's, he's going to have to be really smart about it because his game, so much of his game is about stop and start. Yeah. So, much, so much of his game is about transitioning in and out of cuts, uh, leaning on guys, uh, uh, yeah. uh, 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 taking away defensive backs or safety's angles of uh, the way that he plays. Well, that requires running. That requires explosiveness. That requires quickness. That requires healthy lower body. And right now, that's in question. So, um, I, again, I know Cup. I know what type of competitor he is. He's going to be honest with himself. He's going to be honest uh, with his team. He's going to do everything that he can to get back. Uh, but we as fans, we have to show some grace and allow him to take the time to get back because we want a healthy or damn near healthy Cooper Cup um, for this year. This team has to get back to its winning ways. 
and it's going to need Cooper Cup to do that. I absolutely agree with you. And, you know, Tori, as a wide receiver savant yourself, you know the you know the position as well as anybody. Um, I'm actually pretty high on this receiver. I don't know about you, but I'm very curious to get your thoughts because I think Tutu Atwell's in for a surprising year. A lot of people have kind of shut him out, called him a bust. I don't think his story's written yet. I think Van in his contract season, you know, could have a really good year. And I think he went out and got a sneaky one, Demarcus Robinson, who played with the Chiefs. He played with Mahomes. He hasn't missed a game in the NFL. You know, uh, availability is a big ability. And then uh, he has more experience than anybody on the outside. I feel like no one's talking about him as well as the rookie Puka Nakua and Skoranek. So what are your thoughts on this receiver? Receiver room. No, if I'm in the receiver room, it was going on with Cooper Cup. I'm licking my chops. Yeah, I'm, and and, and, I, and I don't mean that in any malice towards Cup, but it's an opportunity for someone to emerge until we get our number one guy back. So if I'm Van Jefferson, I'm going at it in practice. I'm with Stafford any and everywhere that he is. I'm talking to Coach McVay any any and every time. Let making him aware of what I can and cannot do, where, where my sweet spots are. Here's where I want the ball. Here's what I'm seeing. Here's how I can get open. Here's some things that we can do within the passing game uh, to be good without our main guy in Cooper Cup. Tutu Adwell is a great opportunity for him to step up and show his explosive ability. We know that he's explosive. We know he's fast as heck. We know he can make people miss. We know that he understands and sees and, and understands and recognizes how defense wants to play when he's a former quarterback. Yeah. So he's a talent. Uh, you mentioned Puka. I think Puka's. I think he, uh, uh, it will will come along just fine. And here's why: because he has the mentality to want to learn. If you watched him in preseason, every time they showed him on the sideline, who was he standing next to? Cooper Cup, soaking up that knowledge, trying to learn, so he can be productive quickly. And we need him to produce quickly. You mentioned Robinson, who's been in the league for some time um a reliable option still feels that he has something to prove so i expect for him to for him to play well uh but the the guy who really in my opinion if cooper cup is there or not the guy that really needs to take it to the next level is van jefferson my eye is on van jefferson i don't want to hear anything else about this or that or you are ready to go you was drafted in 2020. It is now 2023, his third year, third and fourth year. It's time to go, Van. So I'm really looking forward to seeing Van Jefferson break out. I'm talking like 12, 1300 yard season. Yeah. Touchdown like season. You know, 89 for some balls. That's what I'm expecting from Van Jefferson. And if they yeah, get if they get that production from him on the perimeter, that's going to open things up for 2-2. Going to open things up for Puka. Ben Skoronek, as you mentioned, who is who is just, who is just a muscle guy. Of it. But it's going to also help the run game, too, because you don't have a loaded box. So now Cam Akers can get off, and that run game can get off. Higby can get off. And then when you start crowding those guys and crowding the box, now you got Ben on one-on-one opportunities, Tutu on one-on-one opportunities, uh, Puka, DeMar- uh, Robinson on one-on-one opportunities. So they're going to have to collectively come together and play high-level football until their main man Cooper Cup returns, and even when he returns, they gotta continue that high level of production. Yeah, and that's that's great, Tori. I know as we wrap up here, any any words of advice just for this Rams team, for the fans as they as we progress throughout the season? 
going to be a long season, Tori, just like last year. It's going to be a better year, but what advice, what words of wisdom do you have for this team person and fan base next? Grace and patience with this group. This is a very yeah. football team. Outside of Cooper Cup, Van Jefferson, um, Tyler Higbee, Matthew Stafford, you can say Cam Akers, but even Cam needs to come on. Um, Aaron Donald. There's not a lot of guys on this roster that has done it at a high level in this league. This is a young group. It's not saying that they can't. It's just going to take time. You got to allow them the grace and time to get there. But I think the true NFL reps for a guy like uh, Bobby Brown III and, and Ernest Brown and, and Byron Young from Tennessee, the, 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 the rush, the guy who can get after the quarterback, and he can get after the quarterback, and he can run. And they're going to need him to um, early. So for the young guys that we have on this team, the expectation is to produce right now early, quickly, and sustain it to help out those veteran guys that I just mentioned. Um, and, 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 if, and if that happens, you'll see a competitive football team. You'll see a, a better team than last year, certainly, but a young, youthful team uh, that just needs to garner the experience. And the only way to do that is you have to play. And we're going to see them play uh, here starting uh, on Sunday versus the Division Four in the in, in the uh, Seattle Seahawks. But the young players got to emerge quickly. And, Tori, uh, last question here for you. How do you see the season going? I see it being a competitive season. I don't, I, don't, I don't see this as a playoff football team. I don't. I see them as a better team this year, a more competitive team. The young guys getting those reps. This team, to me, is, 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 is building for 23 and 24 and beyond. I mean, 24, 25, 26 and beyond. This season, again, they'll be competitive. I think they'll be better than what they were last year. Reason why? They're healthier. They're younger. They're fresher. They're better, younger players, hungrier players. Um, so they will be different. But I don't. I'm not saying that this is a team that's uh, that's going to go. That's going to make a deep playoff run and really be there uh, in the Super Bowl. I think this is a team that's uh, that's that's got to play more. Got to get the experience more and look for 24, 25, 26 to be the year. Absolutely. All right. Well, hey, Tori, we really appreciate you taking the time. Um, just going to ask you to, to hang out after uh, just a sec. Um, but, guys, this is Believe in Rams. We had a great time. Tori, thank you so much for coming on. I'm Jake Ellenberg, and he is Cameron Lynch, and we'll see you guys in the next one. You guys Look take out. care. Rams. Go Rams. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.